Welcome back to What Have You. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. It's a new year, guys. Fresh. We haven't podcasted because the summary of our life has been <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Don't you think that that would be the uh, yeah. accurate summary? Let's just call this episode that. And now the we triple have yeah. wow <laughs> episode of of just life experiences, everything. Christmas, the new year, everything. I have the baby. You yeah. have another child engaged. Yes, we just we can't. <laughs> We can't get enough okay, of let's slow, shocking. Let's slow down. Let's back it up. We mm-hmm. had Christmas. No, first before Christmas. We had the baby. We had the baby on the 13th, which I was confident because I was due the 17th that all my kids were like, Christmas is a Sunday. The baby could be baptized on Christmas Day. And I was like, guys, I cannot see a way in which I'm going to give birth <laughs> And be ready to be at church. Like, because I'm thinking, well, what, I've had had babies late before. So I'm like, you know, the 20th, if you give birth, will you really be ready to blast out the door Christmas morning? I was like, it's not happening probably. That's not the answer. Reckon with it. But as it turns out, we did have our sweet little guy baptized Christmas Day because he was born the 13th, which I have always envied people whose water broke. Because I felt like if your water breaks, then, then you're you just know. like, you wow, clear signal. Yeah. Turns out that's not always a clear signal. It's just <laughs> sort of more ambiguous question marks. <laughs> but my water did break this time. And then <clears throat> we had him, I guess, 24 hours later. I wasn't really in labor when my water right. broke. So whatever. Uh, and he surprised us by being a Downs baby, <laughs> which was super... It's actually funny because... so. This was a, we called it a leaky advent. We got choked up a lot this advent. <laughs> but it a was... A leaky advent is basically... It was a little leaky out, this the advent. The subtitle <laughs> of this episode. Yeah, well, I think it's because you cannot talk about things that you hold very closely and dearly without getting like a wow. <laughs> yeah. And having a Downs baby turns out prompts you to talk about all the things that you really deeply care about. So... We did a lot of that. The, a lot of mm-hmm. the... And, mm-hmm. and having... I thought, okay, when I first found out I was pregnant, we didn't expect to be pregnant. I'm, I was 41. We were... You know, Moses was going to yeah. be seven. It was a bit of a world rocking, <laughs> what are we doing now? Like, yeah. hold on. Nobody and, uh, expected. No. And this is the thing that's, that is funny, is I can think of different times in my mothering career where... I really had these moments where you're really up against your own flesh. For sure. And there were not, there's obviously that moment you probably have every day of your life. But the, <laughs> but the moments I'm talking about was more like situational or like a kind of, I would say, probably where their identity confronting moments of like, sure. I can't just leave the house easily anymore or I I have to drive a van now yes or (laughs) I had you know the twins and the two little ones like there were a lot of there have been different times in my life where I felt very clearly the call to get yourself on the altar like to be like enough of you know like and you faced it but what's remarkable is that you can do that and then uh the old flesh resurfaces so, like you can you, you can it is a whack-a-mole 
For sure. As it turns out, you learn things and you grow, but you can come back around to needing to learn the same lesson again another time. So I can remember the clear moments where I was like, this is what needs to be reckoned with. And, and I say all of this as a, as a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like laying the groundwork for why I prayed this at the beginning of the pregnancy okay. anyways. Sure. Just to explain, this was not a prayer because I was so hyper spiritual that I was trying to think of the most spiritual things I could pray <laughs> because of that. It was because I saw my own flesh in it. You know, like where you, sure. you saw that this is actually a... Here we are with well, this rodeo, right? God very specifically sent you something. Yes, it was and not a to specifically receive take it. it. Yeah, it was not a um it was not a time where we were thinking we were going to have another baby. It was not a time. You know, it was like, <laughs> whoa, like okay, and and praise the Lord for what we actually know to be true of his character because the comfort that good theology is, right? You can't actually you like it's like off the Richter scale with what a comfort that is in mm-hmm. unexpected things. Anyways, what I'm telling you this is that at the very beginning of the pregnancy, I prayed a lot, and and it's funny because of what a shallow understanding I had of what I was praying. Anyways, it's just it's just <laughs> funny, but I remember praying almost every day that God would root out of me any spirit of self-preservation, and it had more to do with. Pregnancy. It probably yeah. had more to do with thinking like, well, not just puking, but puking and the physical work of having a newborn and the, you know, whatever that and like God destroy any little clutching fingers I have about my time or my body or my life or my yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that I prayed a bunch was that whatever God was doing with this baby, that he would be glorified in it. And and the funny thing is, Ezra, his name is Ezra Lawrence, is like the biggest answer to, to those <laughs> prayers. And I was I was laughing, telling my kids, like, you know, any spiritually healthy thing I prayed, God answered. Like, but, and I said, had I prayed that I will not snot cry in front of the whole church, God would have said no. <laughs> he but said, you didn't. I didn't. You the didn't. Him. I was sure that I probably would just because, oh my word, you know, like, uh, I, it was, that is funny, but it was that feeling of like, God answers prayers. That's actually what I really want. Do you know what I mean? It's not that I'm, it's not that he answered a prayer that wasn't actually what we wanted. We want to serve him and to glorify him and totally. to do what he's called us yeah. to do and to do it gladly and joyfully. And, and you know, there's just a lot. Totally. But the funny thing is so we'd already decided on his name. Uh, Ezra Lawrence and Ezra is means help but also Ezra is after the prophet who along with Nehemiah has that whole beautiful time of do not be mourning like where they brought the word to the people in a way that they could understand it the law that turned people back to God and then he's saying that wonderful passage about the joy of the Lord is our strength is from that which is perfect perfect for this for this little person and Lawrence is after my grandfather my mom's dad so I had never looked up the meaning of Lawrence because we were naming it after a person I still don't know the meaning yes Becca not until we were in the hospital did I and after meeting him did I look up what does it mean it means bright or shining one (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, oh, like even that was a, it's just so prepared for that. But I have to say that the, the entire pregnancy had a real, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Other than the fact that I've had seven children and the entire time I felt like I cannot picture my life with yeah. the baby right now. <laughs> yeah. And no, I, you said that a bunch of times. I know. And I kept, and I didn't know why. Like, I didn't know. I was like, is it because I'm older? Is it because right. we're in a different house? Is it because, like, right. I didn't know. But yeah. I do know now what that was about. And I and I love it because, so, I keep having to go back and give backstory here. But with Shadrach, when I was pregnant with Shad, I kept, like, stories of people having a Downs baby that they weren't expecting were coming to me. everywhere yeah like bizarrely like where people were like my friend just you know like where and then uh Facebook was full of dramatic stories of people not knowing that they were having a Downs baby and then having a Downs baby and I was very doing that thing where you're like is this God trying to tell me is he trying to get yeah is he trying to give me a word are we getting omens Right. Well, like, is God wanting to plant the seed in my mind so that I'll be ready yeah. for it? Whatever. And eventually, I didn't think I was really giving in to big worry about it. But eventually, I felt like I have to tell Luke so he's also prepared. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, and he he was just like, Rachel, that is not God giving you grace for something. He was like, because <laughs> he was like, if God was giving you grace for something, it would be grace, not sin. And he's like... <laughs> He really found he really found the nutshell there and put it in it. And he was just like, This is not from God. Like if you're feeling like, oh no. Yeah. Oh no, God's giving me a word. And I think it is sort of amazing that I have now lived I have now lived the version where I was somewhat fearful and worried about something and thinking, Yeah, is this God preparing me? And then I have lived the version where I was not fearful. And I was not, like, like I've actually lived the version where we were just given the grace for it. Like, it yeah. was genuinely, we were prepared for it, I think, when he was born. And we didn't know that he had down. So, it was we weren't prepared in that way. But prepared for it in the sense that God's grace was radically sufficient for that moment. There was no, like... It was just totally. so sweet and such a sweet moment of, in a lot of ways, feeling like this is what's been going on. You know, like this is the story and this is what God is doing. Uh, and not that there's, I don't mean to make it seem like, oh, there's been no adjusting to anything. But there also was no, we had no big period of mourning. No, it was not grief. No, There was a lot of tender feelings right like I'm not trying to say like oh we've well listen to me now I, I can talk about this without having any emotions at all <laughs> no of course there was a lot of that there was no uh why has God done this how what has right. he taken away from us like right. we deserved something else and no. I almost never sleep really well after having a baby you're like it's probably the adrenaline sure. whatever I'm really yeah. wakeful that yeah. whole night yeah and in the night, the first night with him, you know, there obviously we weren't all, we weren't all equipped to think about having a Downs kid. So obviously there's a lot of questions and things yeah. that come up that are different. 
And that first night I thought, so this is why it's walking by faith, not running 15 years ahead by faith. Like the, like walking by faith means loving this sweet baby who is so precious and, and caring for him. And that's so easy. Like it's, it's so easy to love him and, and actually we're calling him easy. So easy was the nickname for Ezra, which is funny because now it's punning everywhere with like my yoke is easy and my burden is light uh you know there's anyways the point that I'm making here is that of course there's unknowns but what it has brought to our attention so much is how there always are but we're usually under the delusion that there aren't (laughs) right like the difference between having a down baby who you know will have difficulties Mm-hmm. versus having a physically healthy baby that for some reason you think is not going to have difficulties <laughs> or have special needs. It's not It's not that they, of course we know everyone would have difficulties, but you don't yeah. give birth to a newborn that does not have problems. Yeah. And run ahead immediately to what if she has a heavy time in fifth grade and, <laughs> and, and right. friends are not accepting of her. And what if yeah. this child can't learn to read or isn't good at athletics? Yeah. What you if don't, she has acne and right? like, hair? And, and even with our, <laughs> all of our healthy children that we have, you, there's no guarantee of no. that someone's not going to be hit by a car and paralyzed or there's not, you no, know, like, yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is Ezra really brought to our attention what it means to walk with the Lord, what it means to want to glorify him and what a gift that has already been to us. Like to, and it's been super sweet. So, uh, in the actual birth, which was really kind of a bizarre and beautiful time because it was both incredibly intense and incredibly peaceful. But I will say if you ever feel, if you're in labor and you're like, what could we do to make this more exciting? (laughs) Try the peanut birthing ball. (laughs) That was the real, wow. Like I was like, I mean, I suppose. I'm just really glad they hadn't thought of that yet. You are because that was my first encounter with the peanut birthing ball. And that thing was wicked. Like I... (laughs) I was like, okay, that was not cool. This is not cool anymore. And I, I've always been actually kind of a Zen laborer. I am a fan of close your eyes and just yes. let it hurt and don't, yes. don't react to anything. Well, yes. not so with the peanut birthing ball. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was like, holy smokes. And I, I think I'm not actually really clear about this but I was having hard contractions I think because Down's babies are flexible he was compacting more than he was driving but more than it was like driving progression okay until we got to the peanut birthing ball at which point everything happened in like 11 (laughs) seconds flat it felt like it was like an, an unbelievable amount of progress in a short amount of time and I think Luke was just right on the side of the bed and I was on my side because this is a thing that you it's like a big bouncy ball that's in the shape of a peanut and they bring it in in a hospital gown it is they put (laughs) (laughs) hold on hold on you're in the bed though on laying on your side but they didn't make you get out of the bed to get on they make you lay on your side and they put this huge peanut item this I mean it's big 
but and it goes between your knees oh, and I think terrible. the point is that it opens your hips your pelvis that's up terrible. somehow. It, well, you know what? Even <laughs> imagining it is nothing like what it was to live through it. <laughs> no, I was I, like I, can't, I, I can't. don't even know how like wow, but it was it took us from not hot, not very far along in the operations to transition in like <laughs> really no time and that every contraction I feel like I was basically climbing Luke's shirt <laughs> while he because <laughs> he was on the side of the bed and I'm like holy smokes like it was it was something else and it was very funny but it was it was also in that moment that I'm like what were we thinking that we weren't doing an epidural what is wrong with me <laughs> Who who thought yeah. I wanted to live through this? What are we doing? Uh, and it was it was pretty funny, but it was also pretty. That was really fast. It was also the first time I've ever experienced. I I attribute all of this to that birthing ball in a hospital gown itself that it wore. Uh, but it I was the only time I've why, ever felt. Why did they put it in the hospital? Maybe I so, assume just to have an yeah, uh, easy thing to yeah, toss off of it or whatever. I don't know. Anyway. But it, uh, that was the only time I've ever felt like the baby kicking around and moving that was triggering crazy oh. contractions. It was just a wild time we were yeah. having. And, yeah. uh, and it was funny. But I also felt like because I was sort of climbing Luke's shirt every time we had a contraction, I was too close to the edge of the bed. Like my head and my shoulder were close to the edge of the bed. But then I would have a break of the contraction. I, was, I, I wasn't going to fall off, but I was like, we're, it was not yeah. like where you would have preferred to have been. But I would not move or be moved because <laughs> I was sure it was going to give me another. Like if you even, yeah. if you even yeah. wiggled your toes, you would get another contraction. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I was like, nobody move. <laughs> nobody do anything. <laughs> Anyways, right after the, uh, right just you know right after that dark time with the with that birthing ball then it was time to push and it was really fast you know like everything was very fast uh but right when he was born I knew like I just knew something was different and I could see that Luke knew something was different but I couldn't see the baby yet right and I um they put him on my chest but he was not he didn't have good blood oxygen so there was more attention on the baby yeah. and they were rubbing the baby. It was not the time for me to just be gazing in his face. Sure. Plus I was still in the middle of the action in mm-hmm. my own way. So it was mm-hmm. like the baby was there, but I knew from, and Luke was smiling at him, totally peaceful, but I just knew that there was yeah. something, you know, something. And they took him over to the, I still couldn't see him. They took him. I mean, I had held him. In that moment, though, I knew, I was like, I need to say, thank you, Jesus. And I did say it. Like, that was, it was, it was like, I just know that this is a thing I need to say right now, which I did. But then they took him over, and they were working on him, and then Luke came over and whispered to me, he has Down syndrome, which was not what they had not told him that. Right. He just knew it, and he right. wanted to, he wanted to tell me. See, we don't care about this at all. (laughs) Nothing like a big cry festival on the podcast. Uh, Which is at first. Probably. Totally never done this. Don't worry. We'll do it every time now. Uh, He said he just wanted to tell me. He wanted to tell me and prepare me. And it was funny because God had so prepared him 
And he had so prepared me because he told me that. And I said, that's okay. Like, it is okay. Like, this is, it was very sweet. And, you know, the next day, because he was born in the middle of the night, kind of, all of our kids came down to meet him. And we did not tell them over text. We we told them when they got there. And Luke introduced the kids to him, said, this is Ezra Lawrence. And we think he has Down syndrome. And, you know, the, the... gift it was to see our own children receive it from the Lord so gladly also. And we have a, they have a cousin with Downs, uh, and our niece and their cousin. And so they weren't, they're not, they weren't oblivious to what it means or what it is in the sense that it wasn't like, they're like, what does that mean? They knew what we were talking about. And they just the sweetness of seeing how much God had prepared and equipped them to be mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. delighted with this gift. So like, it's just really very precious. And I will also say that, I mean, I clearly I'm taking up the whole podcast telling you all about this, but it's I, important. It is update. important, and I do want to I do want to make sure that I'm clear about this, which is that as much as God gave us a little boy with Downs. He did not give us a, uh, we're not, we have duties and obligations to our son and our kid's brother, not to Down syndrome itself. Like sure. with, that yeah. his life is still going to be as private as our other children's. And even though right. I yeah. do want, like, of course I don't mind saying this. I think that it is an interesting thing because when people feel like you're going through something difficult and I've gotten a lot of very, very sweet messages from people who have kids with Downs and also like, this is a, this is, man, is this a world that is like department of hell no material bonanza. Sure. Uh, But that there's a lot of people wanting to, wanting to comfort you or wanting to, uh, come alongside you in your grief about this or do whatever. And that, that I have, I've posted that we had him on Instagram. I mean, I, he is not a secret. We're not trying to keep his life a secret, but also this is the fact that I'm not processing it all publicly with everyone is not because we're doing badly. We're actually really, have been very blessed by him. We're very joyful. It's but you're been not a planning sweet time. to turn him into a poster boy for something. No, and and you're not going to see me, see me using hashtag Down Syndrome Awareness yeah. or this is because yeah. this is our son, this is our kid's brother, and yeah. he's not a public personality just because <laughs> he has a a, a chromosomal abnormality. You know, like right, it's right. not like oh this means whatever Mm -hmm. but I do want to be clear that that silence is not because we're struggling with him and that and that is I can testify there has been no visible struggle of any sort (laughs) no it's been a little leaky out guys but it's been a little emotional it's been a little leaky every time you're like oh but it's not sad no it's it's just we like, do not feel like we lost something. We we don't feel like no, uh, why would poignant. God do this to us or anything yeah. like that. No, he is. This baby is precious. There have been so many gifts uh, already in it. Like he's very healthy. He does not appear to have any heart problems. He's not like so 
while this could have turned into the kind of medical journey where you mm-hmm. need to be updating mm-hmm. people every few minutes about the prayer requests yeah, yeah, and yeah. the whatever, it has not been. He's no. a very he's eating normally. He is hilariously cute and and so cute. giving us lots of sweet goobery smiles all the time. I mean, like yeah. he's just been really a delight. So. I when I say this and this whole episode, I feel like of course we want, of course I want to share with you all, really God's faithfulness to us in this. That this is not a, we do not like. If I, I mean, I would say far from feeling like God has punished us or something, we are right. feeling like God has promoted us in a way that has made us very aware of our own need for Him, like on our own, like. Oh my word, you know, totally. this is a, uh, and I, I loved it because in the Bible reading challenge, we were reading Luke and I was like, who knew that the book of Luke is all about having a Downs baby? <laughs> <laughs> never, never crossed my mind, but holy smokes, it's like every, like all the way through is all of this very, very pointedly, you know, like, uh, it was just... It was funny. But Isn't one, that just true of scripture? It, it is. But that was the thing that I thought was crazy is that never would you be like, oh, if you just had a Downs child, it's the book of Luke that you should turn to. And yet that's where we were. Uh, and there was a lot of, but one of the parables that we've talked about a lot uh, in our, I mean, it just comes up a lot, the parable of the talents and the right. stewards with the talents. Right. And I don't know why this time I was just really laughing at the, the steward who invested the talents. I was like, don't you bet that he really was feeling out on the skinny branches? Which one? The one that buried him? Mm-mm, the one who invested them. Who, and oh, I was like, yeah, that, yeah, he yeah. Was, that he was trying to be faithful, but it was not guaranteed. It was risky. Risk. He probably felt stretched beyond, you know, like, like I'm doing something. Yeah. I'm doing something because I'm trying to be faithful, but it's not because I feel you don't have any guaranteed. You've done a great job sure. here. You're going to whatever. And I was thinking he probably felt like he was beyond his own capacity a bit. And then the master comes back and puts him in charge of 10 cities. And I wonder if he uh, had thought that that would be a good idea. Like, or if getting put in charge of 10 cities was like, ah! (laughs) But my point is, we do feel like God gave us something more to steward. And something that we do not... We can, and this is a real grace and a mercy. We cannot autopilot steward this, which we shouldn't have done, anyways, right? Like, like there's no child that we should just autopilot and not think about how much we need the Lord, right, to raise them, right? And that that has been part of the mercy already in having Ezra has been this very awareness that that this is, you know. Here yeah. and here goes God answering our bigger, wilder prayers for our family. Yeah. And it's just been really sweet. So all of this is to say, both now I've told you most everything. And also <laughs> you can't expect it's not going to be the thing I'm gonna be talking about right. all the time. Right. That's and and that's not because we're Yeah. I I guess I'm just trying to be clear that not talking about it, not sharing pictures of him all the time is because I wouldn't do that. He's going to be like your other kids is what you're saying in the way that you treat him. Right. And I don't keep any of my children's secrets on 
social media or on the podcast. But, but I'm also not you, unpacking no. what their bedroom looks like and how well, you we're... don't come and say, let me just tell the world what Shadrach has really been struggling with no. over the last week. You no, know, like, no, and that's you just and wouldn't. that's true for yes. So, but I want that to be clear that it's not because it's not because something is yeah. wrong no. for us. It's because also. This is another thing that's just funny, but you're like, of course, I believe in the resurrection. Ezra will be made whole. He will not have whatever problems, which we don't know yet what problems he may deal with, but, but he won't have those. He'll understand things perfectly. But the funniness of thinking that that's a bigger gap than like us right like the kinds of problems that we have and the things yeah. that we won't understand and and thinking that we are way ahead like it's yeah, yeah. it's just such a good perspective shift to be like yeah all of us when we understand things perfectly will be yeah way different that'll than we are right jump. now yeah, that'll be jump. a big one yeah so anyways now Becca on to oh, you tell so us Rachel had the baby Got the baby on the 13th, baptized the on Christmas, Christmas Day. Day, guys. We showed yes. up. We did it. Yes. And then we we did Christmas, which blew all of our eyebrows off in yeah. every direction. Uh-huh. And then, is there anything else we need to cover before New Year's Eve was when our oldest son, Knox, proposed to Leah, who thankfully said yes. Um, and we are huge fans of Leah. She is so sweet. And so that's very exciting. Here, but Merkles here are, we go, here we go. Because he got this job done on New Year's Eve, they had three children get engaged in 2022. Rachel, we're going to have three kids married within a year. Yeah, like I know. three weddings. But two of them will get married in 2023, but all of them got engaged yes, in 2022. Yes, all of them got engaged in 2022. And... From back to back, the weddings will all be within, like, three weddings within 11 months. Yeah. I think. It's good. So, that whole thing of, like, hey, I'm not I don't teaching. know what's, what's up with Judah in here. Yeah, Tell them to That's speed on joke. in. That's speed the one on in. joke that everyone has for them has right it? now. Yeah. Jump in, guys. Yeah. Why not all purples at one Why time? Not? So, anyway, this is all very exciting. And Gemma's wedding is going to be in March. And Knox's wedding is going to be in May. So, that You'll be is, so bored. Yeah, here. Bored out of your brain. Yeah. Yeah, but man, I'll tell you that it's a really funny, funny thing now trying to decide how many people are we having for dinner. Yeah. Because it used to be seven. A person can't know. Seven was the baseline. And then it'd be like, oh, we have two at a basketball game, so I'll set the table for five. Well, now. I can't, I don't even know what the equation is. Because I'm like, well, there were seven of us. But Belle's not living here now. So then we go minus one. And then you're like, but Aiden's probably going to be here with Gemma. So that's plus one. And then when Gemma was in England, it was like, but minus another one. But then Leah might be here with Knox. So that's plus two. Where are we? You can't know. You can't know. Yeah, no. And then like the other night. This is us trying to drive anywhere right now. uh, Yeah, the other night I was like making dinner for what I thought was going to be eight turned out it was only three of us it's like 
It's just like, I don't know anymore. We did it's that. So really a this thing. is us getting in the car because we have, we take two cars now, but we're like loading everyone up and we're like, okay, there's three kids in our car. <laughs> that means don't forget that the math we're doing is to eight now, yeah, right. not to seven because we still autopilot to yeah. seven. Yeah. So we're like, there have to be five other children <laughs> in the other car. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah. no, wait. Because we're going to Titus's basketball game, so he's not with right. us. So minus that one, and, and we have to like, yeah, it's like we have to get full roll call and oh, yeah. inventory oh, yeah. going. It's I hilarious. Know. I know. And so when everybody's around our table, it's now ten, and this is really good news because even sides of chairs, yeah, even sides of chairs. But here's the really good thing: is when everybody's at ten, like when all ten of us are there. The five original Merkels can have their same seats at the dinner table that they used to have, and it still works symmetrically. So it's wow. like we've slipped in two guys on the Gemma yeah. and Bell side, and one girl, and one girl on Knox, but Hero and Judah are still on that side, and so it's all everyone feels like nothing's wrong. When Gemma was gone and then some yeah. people were here and there, it was like there's no assigned seating and it's all very complicated. Aren't we never do assigned seating? And but we always We never did assigned seating, it just have, settles we in. We have our two tables with ten chairs at each and but only putting nine at the table was we always yeah. would be like when you set the table you have to pull one chair out of yeah. the table yeah. we're always pulling various it's not chairs my favorite out. yeah not my favorite no. so i feel like it's a real relief i mean we'll still have yeah. to do that and put a high chair there but at least it's 10 of us but I see know. it's gonna be worse for us because when someone starts dating they'll have to oh. go sit at their own table oh. it's a whole thing <laughs> I know. but if- you do get to sit at the other table the rest <laughs> of us are gonna be here put a card table in the corner for the yeah couple. we'll have to figure that out yeah no but it is funny because we never did assigned well, we seats at all but everybody just right settled now. into where they sit you know uh-huh. and so now everyone is back to where they used to sit because we now have a complete deck when everybody is there for like sunday lunch but Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, I do need to say, did we, did I spend all this time? I brought, oh, no, we're okay. We're yeah. not so bad. Yeah. Becca. Yes. It's the new year. We're changing. I'm going to fix everything. You can't, Every system oh, in my life is going to make believe. sense. I'm like, look, you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, although I will be honest. It's really ramped. Like, we really turned up certain fuzzy baseline staticky factors by having me be pregnant this last year because a big there's a big flashbang look I'm not pregnant anymore wow what have I not been doing in this house has really come to light you know but it is really packed in with the Christmas holiday bonanza oh yeah I've always felt like if you do a big sabbath and then we, and you actually, not just the big Sabbath, but if you actually take the Lord's day, do you really mm-hmm. honor the, this is a day of rest. Okay. It makes you hit Monday okay. really delightfully hard. Like okay. you're excited about Monday. Yeah. I love Mondays, <clears throat> but it's because the day off on yeah. Sunday readies me for the work of Monday in a way sure. that whatever. Yeah. I think celebrating Christmas hard 
makes January the best time of Isn't your life. That true. I just, you can't, I'm still, I've been feeling like for the last several weeks, I've been running up a sand dune and I can't be sure if I've made much progress, but boy, have I felt spent like spent a lot of energy, but yeah. um, <laughs> we, we managed to get wicked sick the week before Christmas. Which brought, it was the week you had Ezra. Yeah. So we were then out with like the fever. Well, just Ben and I, that was the thing. Like both of us down flat. Then we got strep throat on the heels of Uh the influenza. So that was a really deluxe time to do that. Um, Yeah. And then, so you're sick. Then you have the week of Christmas. And then I've not pulled out of that, that deep hole, but I'm trying so yeah. I'm I'm making little bits of headway every day, but yes, I'm like let's redo every system yeah. that oh. there is. To and all redo. of a sudden, you're like, what? Why have I been putting up with this problem in the junk drawer or whatever? Yeah. Oh, the day after this Christmas, changes everything. <laughs> the day yeah. after Christmas, they emptied out the entire uh, buffet in our dining room, which is two drawers that essentially become yeah. the junk drawer. Yeah, that was that was my immediate. Mm-hmm. Response to Christmas Day is this has got to go. We've got to fix yeah. everything, <laughs> and yeah, that's been our yeah. um, that's been my mo all around the house. Yeah. But I did buy another because I always like to read a good cleaning book. I bought a couple of them. I've only read Kay, one. I'm going on a trip next week, which is the time when I read books. So you're gonna have so to. So I me. can't remember which one I read before by Dana White, but what I did this time, anyways. She's the she does a podcast. I think the yeah. slob comes clean. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. I and I've read one of her books. Yeah, but I'm not sure which one it was that I read. But I bought another one that's like I think it's called Organizing for the Rest of Us or something. Okay. But that one I read already, and then I'm passing it through to all of my daughters to read nice. it because nice. I'm using it as sort of a home ec discussion time. Sure. So okay. that book did not have anything in it that was new or revolutionary to me. I think there were things that she... It's just good to be reminded, though. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And there was at least something, I think, that I maybe learned from her before. The idea of if it doesn't fit in the space that you have designated for this, then just like... Something else has to get taken out. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. then that, whatever. But I've been using that one so far more. It's more like I love the topic of how we're going to organize and clean the house. So. It is one that I really got into. Mm-hmm. And I've been... Uh, this just... is the time of year when I rush forth and buy containers. Oh, yeah. Specific ones. I suddenly was like, I need one of those small vessels for uh, sugar substitutes. <laughs> sugar <laughs> packs. I don't use sugar substitutes. The vessel. I use Clinique um, eyeshadow. Okay. But every one of them looks the same. They're silver. Yeah. The eyeshadow palettes. Yeah. yeah. And so every time I'm doing my makeup, I'm like turning them over in the drawer trying to figure out which one it is right. that I'm looking for. Right. I was like, I should put these in a thing standing vertically so I can see the colors Flip on the back. Through, like an old album yeah. flipper through smart. See, but the, Wait, there's what? colors on the back. You can see the color of the palette through the bottom of them, but not through the top. The top is um, 
Oh yeah, the yeah. top is like oh, silvery mirror, no, you're right. whatever. That is weird, yeah. And so I'm, but it seems like all the time you're picking it up. Like, why do I keep putting the one that I always yeah. use? Why do I always yeah. have the one that I don't use on the top? Yeah. Why? Like, yeah. I can't tell. So, and I'm establishing my. Did it work? Your fake sugar? I haven't done it yet because I was looking for one. I thought they were stupidly expensive on Amazon. And then I realized that I actually have some of them in the tea drawer downstairs. So I mean to just get one out and go try it. You could also just grab a business card holder. I bet that would work too if you put them sideways. Like at Staples. Yeah, maybe. Um, But yeah, this was basically, this is the level of problem I'm solving though right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow, wow. Here I go. I'm going to fix everything with this kind of. And then the... um, but today on my to-do list is purging all of the cleaning supplies because oh, I yes. have a real problem with cleaning supplies in my house. And right now I'm still in the delusions that my new system is going to solve everything. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, I think it was my daughter's when they were doing some cleaning jobs. Could have been Luke when he was going to clean the car or something. Someone else that was not me purchased some quantum pack of microfiber cleaning racks that I despise. Okay. They're like the really staticky yeah, gray ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and I don't try to wash them with other things. I wash rags separately, but they are always stuck to a sock or causing or havoc like and static. suctioned on inside of a sweatshirt. I, I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> and when you pull them off, you become aware of all your dry skin and yeah, everything yeah, is dark. And, yeah. Yeah, it's not good. So no. all of this <clears throat> is to say I'm throwing away all of the rags that I don't okay. want to use. Good. I'm good. organizing cleaning kits for every area of the house. Perfect. Perfect. Because I have this problem, I could buy like 12 Windexes and they just get absorbed yeah. into the household yeah. somehow and you can never lay a hand on them. Yeah, you need to attach them by one of those curly Chains. cords. The zipper. Yeah, yeah I need, I need the, the superintendent <laughs> keys of Windex is what I yes. need. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I just have a lot of that kind of thing going on in my mental yeah. to-do I list. I did a big sweep through my pantry, which had become a hotbed of sin and evil. Yeah. As it does. Pantry's fast moving. Yeah. I know. And I, so I whizzed through that, got that done. I started in the fridge and I've started at the top working my way down. So the whole, for the last several days, that's been on my to-do list is finish the fridge. Haven't made it into the produce drawers or the dairy and cheese thing at the bottom, the big drawer there, but everything else is looking quite tidy. I ran out, bought more containers to put. Oh yeah, I was for sure googling. Shelf. I was for sure googling up, you know, glass containers. Yeah, for, uh-huh. yeah. I was uh-huh. gonna, fi- I was gonna fix all my problems with those, but a I didn't. A year get or two it. ago, I bought those stackable egg containers, which Hero stood against. She, <laughs> <laughs> she took the position that. This is madness, mother. Madness. And I, I still think they're a great idea because you do have to decant your eggs into them. But see, I buy the eggs in the huge pallet of 60. And then it sits there in the fridge taking up too much, like, square footage on the shelf. And you end up putting things on top of your eggs. And then you have to try to fiddle yeah. in and get them. So this was like you could stack them in a narrow space and you could just go up vertically and anyway 
no, everybody else, when I say everybody else, I think Hero led the charge. Knox was also on that side, I believe. I was a big fan. I was like, guys, this is great. This is really great. No, they hated him. But then I sadly put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> got warped. <laughs> completely twisted. Some of that hard into, like, clear little... plastic does that, which yeah. is really weird because you yeah. would think it would be more durable. It seemed dishwasher. I safe. have a. Um, I haven't. Gone I back. have an egg. Drawers. Are they good? Do you like them? Yeah, I do because they're. Do they have divots for each egg? Uh huh. And do you take them out of your packs and put them in there? Yeah, but I buy if I get it from. Sometimes I get fifteen dozen eggs, and yeah. sometimes I get the the bigger pack. And so we load those, but you can put stuff on top of them. It's like a little. It has two drawers, and I think How each many drawer. Does it fit? Pretty sure each drawer holds twenty four. Yeah, see, that's great. And uh, but you have a much bigger fridge than I have. Maybe, but I put you can put stuff on top of it. You can. We just keep. You know, like I Wait, just—it's not built into your fridge. No, it's it's a unit I bought on oh. Amazon or something, and I use it. But you can pull a whole tray out, so like. But see, that's the thing is that if it has a rigid top, you can set things on top of yeah. it, and it's fine. But see, when you have just no, I know, your, I agree with your you. Your pallet of and that eggs. pallet is where you end up wheedling your hand in yeah. under the so flappy, what you do is pulpy. like either yeah. you just leave the saran yeah, wrap good. on with the cardboard top and then you're like wheedling your hand yeah, in and you have bowls good. and stuff stacked on top no or you take the wrap off you take the, the yeah. top off and then you have bowls sitting on top of your eggs which is like yeah but we do it this is good because you can pull a tr- you can pull the trays all the way out okay. easily which means that, like, if I'm baking and I need, like, eight eggs or something, I just pull a tray yeah. out and go, you and put it back yeah. in. It, those work really well for us. Yeah. Well, They're not particularly beautiful, I'm gonna, but... I'm going to cite you as an expert witness. Yeah. Well, but that is a more feasible... I think stacking other vessels wouldn't delight me in the same way. Well, these all... Because the stacking is the part that I don't like. Like, I don't like the part that requires you to keep fidgeting with it. You know? Oh, I could totally see that. It's just that big square container. Yeah, I don't like those It either. just takes up too much room Yep. horizontally and not enough room vertically so then you have to set things on top. Anyway. I did, um, <coughs> I have these little things that I don't even know what you call it. They have a clip on them and a hook so they can be hung over a rod. Like but a But then they have ring? a pinchy clip. Uh, yeah, but it's not a curtain ring it's like a plastic thing and it's not a full ring so you can put it over a bar that doesn't have access to the sides okay. you can click it onto it okay i have them what are they made out of they're plastic but i had them so that i could hang like rags to dry mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in the laundry room or wherever so that i yeah. can do whatever and i just realized that my uh you should roll your window down and say hi to mom Yes, we are potting. Come say hi. Oh, it's a car. It is a car. I've never ever seen you in that car. It's Ben's. It's Ben's car. It's the Sequoia because they're skiing today. So. I know. I know. We're doing it. We're getting it done. I love you. So the. It's a car. Oh, good. Um. 
these little clippy things, I have the rest of a bag of them because I didn't okay, need all sure, of them sure. to hang around. I am, I am a believer in hanging up rags that need to dry before you wash oh, them. Yeah, I ate it. You when, hang, oh, them, ate hang it. them over a basket or something, mm. but don't just wadge wet rags in no, with other stuff. No, so, I, it's just my worst pet. But beef. that's what I had them for. But then I realized, so I've already said on this podcast that the there's this shower cleaner that I think is called wet and forget maybe or something it looks like a weed killer it's in a it has the spray thing but it's a gallon whatever and you spray it like after you've showered and then 24 hours later you just wipe like when you're in the it's not a really harsh chemical or anything so when you're in the shower you just wipe it all down and it works quite well it's like where do you keep a big gallon with a hose though under the sink in my bathroom but I have like a scrubby rag that's a, uh, I think it's called like a Euro cleaner or something. It's a funny bright colored rag. It has sort of the texture of Velcro kind of. Okay. Like that scratchy, yeah. but yeah. like it's plastic and scratchy. Sure. Yeah. But all of this, I it's big enough that you can throw it on the floor and just use your foot to scrub around. Oh, yeah. See what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. 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 Getting tidying Smart. up the shower while you're in there. But I put one of these hooks on the shower rod because I realized oh. I could just clip the thing on the inside of the shower curtain oh. and it and dries there it up there and yeah. it's there and it's not being nasty in a soap scum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you put it on oh, a yeah. ledge in the oh, yeah. shower, then that would be gross. So true see i'm this is true. i told you I'm you just are solving, i'm solving the kinds of problems that no one ever had I'm, I'm solving <laughs> i know this is I the know. next generation of problems the ones the ones <laughs> that no one solved because they don't matter <laughs> i'm into those sort of like the egg situation yeah i'm just yeah. i'm just hauling yeah. off and getting all kinds of things done <laughs> It's the time when you feel yeah. real good about that. I really am sort of trying to whirlwind in to various places in the house that have become horrifying. And one of those they places right now is the upstairs hall. Because talk about the broken window syndrome. Mm. That hall is a broken window, which means it's perpetually suffering from a syndrome. And pretty soon you realize that you're just saying... Put it in the hall. Right? Because Put it in the hall where nobody yeah. cares what happens. It is. It's really bad because there's a couple of air conditioners from when it was too hot in the summer. Oh, wow. That, where do you put those? I mean, I don't know where Definitely to put Definitely the hall. Yeah. That's where they're currently sitting. But once you have a couple of air conditioners, then, oh gosh, I didn't... Why we not didn't put even a wheelbarrow in there? The several days where our pipes all froze, which was right in the intermediate. Oh, that's right. It was right between when we were sick and when it was <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> and it was terrible. So we had to rush forth and buy a bunch of heaters. And only for the Mergles did this result in <laughs> melting a toilet plunger onto a heater. <laughs> it's a whole other story. It's a whole other. Anyway, yeah, that happened. So now we have varying sizes of heaters. So now we've got every kind of... Mom must, mom must live in the country now because she's scraping dirt off of her back windshield <laughs> with her snow yeah. brush. But anyway, yeah, so all I'm saying is that, like, places like the upstairs hall where you're like, this is silly, and but I don't know what the answer is yet, but something. It's going to uh-huh. have to be something. 
The, yeah, that's what I'm attempting to do is work my way through the kind of bad, oh, the bad. The baby areas. is coming to me. I the told baby's coming. Lena to bring him if he was if he awakened and was. Uh, oh my gosh, this, guys, we're getting a guest appearance. I from said easy. bring him out if he needs to be if he needs to be. Uh, oh, she's if he gets sick of his life in there. When I. Yeah. Hi, babe. Hello. You bring me my baby. Yeah. Thank Aww. you. Visitor. Hi, love. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Pungan. You going to say hi to your Aunt Becca? Hi. Hello. Oh, my gosh, you guys. He is just a doll. He is so snorfling. Giving it, Giving the full snorfle treatment oh to the Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, look what time it is. We have to give a tip and move on and... I feel like we've Easy given we'll be happy. We've given every tip known to podcast listeners already, haven't we? Have we? Yeah, organized with uh, fake sugar dispensers. Don't put your fake egg cartons in the dishwasher. Don't do that. Well, or do if it's time you try a new technique and you don't can... prop up a little sweat tent with a toilet plunger in one corner. Right. Try to not uh, <laughs> if you're trying to thaw out your. You're trying. Oh, I get to hold you. Yeah, why not? Hello. Hi. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hello there. I like the one-eyed bandit look. Yeah, he does. He Shut does. one eye. Yeah, moves his he eyebrows separately. World through the rest. He moves his eyebrows very, through very. The rest. That makes it sound like there are more than one. Hello. We brought only a fussy baby into yeah. the podcast. Uh, I'm like, what tips do we have? I think, I think hitting the new year hard is one of the more fun. Definitely it's one of the new year. Hard. It's one of the most fun home making housekeeping it things is. you can do. I like, think I've given this tip before, but I'm going to give it anyways. Cause I've renewed my will to do it now that I'm not pregnant Okay, and is my, the Monday's Monday being the day when I clean out the whole fridge and the pantry. I tidy everything yes. up. I pull out the drawers. I make whatever food I can make with what we have in the mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. And then from the things that we have, I plan what I'm going to get. Yep. So yep. if I went to the store on Monday, that would be a really big Monday. But Tuesday would be the day that I know everything we have in our house. Right. And I have made a plan and right. I get the food. Right. And I love that. See, I'm on the, I'm on the bandwagon of plan your menu out on Thursdays shop at Fridays so that you're like stocked up for the weekend yeah for me the weekend is mostly uh Sabbath dinner yeah which is it doesn't really matter it's not part of my weekly shopping because it's yeah, too it's much sort of stuff anyways thing, yeah. it would take up yeah, too it's much like room soup night for me is a totally separate yeah so I do episode oh, what is this about just giving us the old man faces. <laughs> giving us the big old man look. Uh, yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, look, we've already rattled on for we have, a good guys. long bit. I get blessings on everyone's new year. Exactly. Like God has been very good to us. Indeed. And you. And Indeed. we know that. We know that without even knowing what you're going through or what's yep. happening. And yep. how we can all steward those things uh, to glorify God. And... And how many things we've been given to do that with. And yep. what a gift that is that God has given us so much to honor him with. Yep. And his Amen. snuffly little Amen. easy in the background just <laughs> making the point for us. He's like, feed me, mom. Feed me. 
need me? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Until goodness. next All right. time. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.